This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Simone Cesiaris. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday the 11th of May. In your Squiz today, pain touches base in Afghanistan. A stabbing in New Zealand. Holgate runs to Australia Post's rival. And a bizarre home burglary. This is your Squiz today. On Sunday, Australia's Foreign Minister Maurice Payne made a quick trip to Afghanistan to meet with President Ashraf Ghani. It comes clear in the wake of our decision to follow America's lead and withdraw our remaining troops from the country. The plan is to do that by September, after almost two decades of conflict, and it's prompted concerns that the situation there could get worse as the government and the Taliban continue to clash. We found out about Payne's trip yesterday. Of course, these things are kept quite secret because it's a high-security kind of situation. But what she said is that Australia is still committed to the peace, stability and prosperity of Afghanistan. That's looking increasingly difficult because of what is happening uh, at the moment and has been building up in the last few months where Taliban-led violence is still very prevalent. Uh, An example is on Saturday, there was a bomb attack outside of a school that killed 68 people, mostly schoolgirls. Now, the Taliban says that They weren't involved in that. But President Ashraf Ghani is convinced that they are, as they have been behind a number of attacks in recent times that seem set to destabilise the Afghan government. Yeah, and that recent violence has put some question marks around whether or not withdrawing troops is still an option. The US thinks so and has said their troops could be out as early as July 4th. And that has had a lot of questions from military and intelligence leaders. Reports say that advice to US President Joe Biden was that there is a strong possibility that al-Qaeda and other terrorist groups could again rise in Afghanistan. Pragmatists, though, say that getting out will enable the United States to focus on other pressing challenges like China's rise. Yeah, and others say there are dark days ahead for Afghanistan with the possibility of an intensified and bloody civil war. We touched on it yesterday, Claire, but today is finally the day. The federal budget outlining Australia's finances for the next four years will be unveiled tonight. With the books in a better position than expected, analysts say there could be more cash to spend. Have you got your budget bingo card ready, Simone? I sure do. Do I need to do one up for you? (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, there's going to be lots of catchphrases going around tonight. We'll see what comes out of it. Uh, But, yes, as you say, it's very clear that our budget is in a better position than it could have been. It's still pretty bad. We're still heading towards record levels of debt and our deficit for the current financial year is looking to be in the sort of $150 to $160 billion range. But what analysts are saying is that they are expecting high amounts of spending from the government. Uh, I'd like to quote from one of the analysts saying that he thinks that the budget will be very, very, very stimulative for the economy. So that is code for a lot of money going to a lot of things like aged care, mental health, uh, education, skills and jobs. So we'll see where all that lands uh, at 7.30 tonight. We will. The Morrison government's confidence in Australia's economic recovery it was given a boost yesterday as the Australian Stock Exchange closed at a record high. That means there's been a recouping of all the losses from the pandemic crash 14 months ago when the index of our top 200 listed companies lost a third of its value. I know you live for this sort of stuff, Claire. Love it. <laughs> 
Over to New Zealand now, where a man allegedly stabbed four people at a supermarket in Dunedin on the country's South Island. Yesterday, police called it a random attack and said there are no other suspects. And Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said that there's no reason at this stage to believe that it was a domestic terror event. There's lots of stories coming out of Dunedin of the heroic acts of bystanders. Apparently, uh, a few people in that supermarket really did step up to prevent the offender from causing more serious harm. This all happened in a countdown supermarket. Anyone who's been to New Zealand and seen the Woolworths Wapple, they call it, uh, across a New Zealand supermarket, it's countdown, it's called, and it's owned by Woolworths here in Australia. The suspect is in hospital under police guard and is receiving treatment for his injuries. He's due to appear in court later today. Tension between Israel and the Palestinians has been building in recent days and overnight things really intensified when Israel and militant group Hamas launched airstrikes at one another. Reports say 20 people have been killed, including nine children. Yeah, really terrible scenes there. What analysts say is what's unfolding is the worst violence that Jerusalem has seen in years. The thing that really seems to have escalated tensions is yesterday was Jerusalem Day, which marks the anniversary of Israel's capture of East Jerusalem in 1967. There was that march and Palestinians uh, really didn't want that to go ahead. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said the counterattack was necessary because, and this is a quote, the terrorist organisations in Gaza crossed a red line. We've spoken a lot about former Australia Post CEO Christine Holgate over the past few weeks, Claire, following her controversial departure from the company. Yesterday, she made headlines again after announcing she'll be leading Global Express, one of Australia Post's business rivals. Yep, she's got a new job. They're a parcel deliverer, Global Express. Uh, They're a reasonably large business, apparently $3 billion in annual revenue, and Christine Holgate will oversee 8,000 employees across Australia and New Zealand. Of course, the months-long saga between Holgate, uh, Australia Post and the Morrison government uh, appears to be winding down a little bit. The two parties have agreed to mediation talks and next week a Senate inquiry uh, into her departure from Australia Post will hand down its findings. As for talks with the Prime Minister Scott Morrison, Holgate said she hadn't yet heard from him but said she would still warmly welcome and accept his apology. Many of us will be familiar with Bert Newton, who was a household name and a very familiar face on Aussie telly. Yesterday, Claire, his wife, Patty Newton, said he was in for a big journey ahead of him after having his leg amputated. Yeah, we haven't seen a lot of Bert Newton in recent years. He had a quadruple heart bypass in 2012, and he's pretty much stayed out of the limelight since then. But it seems a life-threatening toe infection that he had last December has led to a leg amputation. Uh, he has been apparently in quite poor health. He's also a diabetic, which further complicates things. But fingers crossed, Paddy Newton, his wife, says that he's in really good spirits. Yeah, apparently he's already cracking jokes so that's a good sign (laughs) you can just imagine (laughs) 
Not that long ago, Claire, I had some jewellery and my laptop and my wallet stolen in a burglary, the usual targets or so I thought. Turns out that's not the case. In Tassie, someone has allegedly swiped some bizarre items, including windows and a door. Yep. And <laughs> well, so many questions to so ask many about questions. that. I'm sure there's all sorts of reasons around how expensive they are and maybe they're made of aluminium that's really expensive at the moment. I don't know. But I didn't know that you'd been robbed, Simone. That's really terrible. Yeah, it happened a little while ago. But, you know, it's never nice to be oh. robbed, is it? No. Oh, gosh. Apparently, this could be a thing, though, Claire. Officers are now on the hunt for a culprit behind several similar thefts in the area, including stolen heaters. Not a good time of year to steal someone's heater. No, really not in Tassie either. <laughs> Finally, Claire, squeeze the day. Uh, what I've got, of course, 7.30, put it in your diary. You won't get away from it with the budget. But it's also the anniversary of the premiere of Andrew Lloyd Webber's Cats. And he's hoping the budget isn't a screaming, fluffy mess like that was. <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see, Claire. That's all from us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back again tomorrow. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website.